This is one half of Coastal Covers, Protopapa coming at you with my week one reactions and week two proactions, if that's even a word. I'm riding dirty today, riding solo here. Uh, my partner GCG and I couldn't really hook up for the uh, podcast, so uh, he's going to do his separate, I'm going to do mine separate, and we're going to go to it. A uh, lot of good games this past week. Uh, Florida State, LSU, Florida, Utah, Houston, UTSA, North Carolina, App State, Rutgers, Boston College, all coming down to the wire. Uh, I lost all of them, actually. Uh, but despite that, I went 46-35-1, so pretty good week. Uh, GCG went 42-39-1, so uh, a good amount above 500 for us. There was... Uh, there was some tough plays in there. There was some some games that we got right, some games that we kind of missed the uh, missed the ship on. So uh, let's kind of get to it. There, uh, Oregon was was the first one I wanted to talk about. They got their absolute shit wrecked by Georgia. I didn't see that coming at all. Like I know that I know that Georgia's defending national champions. I know that Oregon's in a little bit of a transition, but. But program level, I mean, my God, you can't lose that bad. I mean, it was like Georgia was out there playing an FCS team or something. Uh, that's really, to me, says a lot more about where Oregon's at than where Georgia is. I We know Georgia's going to be fine. We know they're a good team. But, but Oregon, what in the hell happened to you? I just don't get it. I mean, I... You know, you know it's it's tough playing down south, and it's tough playing these SEC teams. And you don't really expect to win. And and honestly, uh, looking back at it, I mean that line that line kind of makes sense only because of of what these SEC teams tend to do to some of these other conferences. But but come on, I mean they they lost by over forty points. It's just it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, another one that that I was a bit surprised on was Boston College losing outright at home to Rutgers uh might have missed the ball on that a bit I don't know really uh I was really high on Boston College and really low on Rutgers uh I just don't really know I guess it's it's gonna take a couple weeks here to figure out which side of the fence whether it's uh you know Rutgers being better or Boston College being worse or maybe a bit of both but I I really was surprised with that but uh, overall, yeah, overall, it wasn't a bad week, really. Uh, the backyard brawl was awesome. It was an awesome game to watch. Uh, won that bet by a half a point. I was really hoping to see West Virginia pull off the upset, but uh, that's the way it goes, I guess. Um, so let's get to some week uh, two picks here. Uh, first off, we have uh, Louisville catching six and a half at Central Florida. Uh, you know... This is a this is a good good line for this game. I think UCF bounce house is going to be crazy. I think UCF does pick up the victory. Uh, six and a half though, I don't know. I it could be a, a three point game, a six point game, a seven point game. Uh, I am going to take UCF there minus the six and a half. But if that hits seven, I mean, if that even jumps a half a point, I'm on the other side. Uh, Boise State minus 16 and a half at New Mexico. I think that line is going to go up a bit. Uh, it's already jumped a little bit since I've seen it, but I'm definitely going to take Boise there. I think New Mexico's absolute dog shit. 
So I think I think Boise's going to bounce back up. I expected them to lose to Oregon State. I thought it would be a little bit closer of a game, but I think Boise's still the team that that I projected preseason uh, as a ten win team. So so definitely I'm going Boise there. It's one of my favorite games, honestly. Uh, those are on Thursday or Friday. I believe it's Friday. Uh, next up, we have Alabama and Texas. Alabama minus twenty and a half. You know, I they both were very convincing in week one. Uh, both of them absolutely blew out their opponents, uh, Monroe and Utah State. Uh, but I, I am going to go Bama. You know, I learned kind of from that Georgia-Oregon game, honestly, that that while Texas might have a, a decent team, uh, do you really think that they're they're on the level of Oregon or or that much higher than Oregon? I don't think so. So I'm going to go Alabama here minus the 20 and a half. Uh, Ohio State minus 44 at home against Arkansas State. That's a huge line. Uh, I, I am going to go the Buckeyes. It's not really a high confidence at all, but you know Arkansas State's nowhere in the realm of being in that game. So uh, I'm going Buckeyes, but again, not a not a high confidence. Uh, Duke catching nine and a half at Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern looked good out in Ireland against the Cornhuskers, who have not looked so good. Uh, Duke also looked good uh, for what they are. I mean, you thought that Duke Temple game that was uh, that was one of my bigger kind of games on the slate. You know, it's funny I mentioned all these bigger games that I liked that I lost, and it's true. A lot of the games that I liked, I did lose, but but like I said, I mean, I was. 10 games over 500 or so so it it's kind of the uh the bulk of the of the bets there uh duke uh crushed temple there at home is temple is duke a little bit better than we thought maybe or is it just temple is that bad uh nine and a half is a tricky spot uh i am going to go northwestern here minus nine and a half if that goes up any any bit I might switch, but but I am going to take Northwestern for for the sake of this. Uh, Iowa State catching three and a half at Iowa. You know Iowa, their offense looked just as bad as last year, and I understand South Dakota State's a very good FCS team, but but their offense was absolutely pathetic. And and you know being that they're a good FCS team, you can't run that type of offense out. And expect to compete with your Ohio States and your Michigans and your Penn States and your Wisconsin's and all these teams in the Big Ten. Uh, now you got to play your rival, your uh, out of conference rival in Iowa State. Uh, it is at Kinnick, but you know I'm going to take Iowa State plus the three and a half, and I'm probably going to take that outright as well. Uh, as good as Iowa's defense is, you know if you can't score, you're not going to win. You're not going to win more than six or seven games. Kansas, the Jayhawks catching 13 at West Virginia. Kansas looked good against their FCS opponent. Shout out GCG. Uh, I, I will admit it. They they impressed. Uh, they covered their 30-point uh, spread against Tennessee Tech. But uh, I'm going to take the Mountaineers here. I love the, mount- I love the spot for the Mountaineers. I think Kansas is going to get a little too big for their britches after that uh, win against Tennessee Tech. Uh it is a tricky spot because it, it is a letdown for the uh, for West Virginia. Normally, you see the letdown spot in in the team that does pick up an upset. However, it was the backyard brawl that they were super hyped for that game and they lost. Uh, but I but I do think West Virginia is a much better team at home. Minus thirteen is one of my favorite plays on the day. 
Florida minus four and a half at home against Kentucky. You know, uh, I think that Kentucky is a little bit better of a team. Florida looked pretty good last week, though. But uh, and and Kentucky always does struggle at the swamp. I think that's why the line is set where it is. Uh, I am going to take the Wildcats here plus the four and a half. However, I wouldn't touch that money line. I think Florida could win in a close game. So uh, plus the four and a half with the Wildcats. If that if that uh, line goes down anymore, I'm not touching them. Kansas State minus seven and a half at Missouri. I think that line has dropped a little bit as well. Uh, you know, Missouri looked okay against Louisiana Tech, a, a kind of a uh, potential upset spot that I missed there. Uh, Kansas State ruled, did what they had to do, but I uh, I am going the uh, Wildcats here, minus the 7.5. I like that team a lot. I really expect good things from them. I, I am going to stick with that 9-3 uh, and three projection I had for them. OU catching 24.5, Ohio University at Penn State. Uh, both teams, you know, Penn State beat Purdue on the road, which is one that I did get right. Uh, Ohio University, which... By the way, what was Purdue doing? They were running the ball great. They were running the ball all over the place, and they decided to just start pass, 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 pass. And uh, they left Penn State enough time to go down and score, so that was was poor coaching there. It was a poor coaching decision, and I absolutely hated that for them. Um, OU looked good against FAU but that's a that's a tough you know it's tough when those SEC teams travel up north so I'm gonna go Penn State minus the 24 and a half uh I think that they uh I think that that was a big win for them for Purdue and they're gonna roll this game Arkansas minus nine at home against South Carolina uh I've kind of followed it's odd I've looked at these lines a couple times today and this thing's has jumped everywhere from like Nine and a half, ten to like six and a half, back up to eight. Now it's nine. So I don't really know what's going on with that. I guess a lot of early bets coming in on both sides. Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas here minus the nine, although I do expect this to be a fairly close game. I'm not 100% opposed to taking South Carolina and some things, uh, getting the nine, but uh, for the sake of this, I am going to take Arkansas giving the points. Uh, Southern Miss plus 26 and a half. On the road against Miami of Florida, Miami blew out Bethune-Cookman. Uh, Southern Miss played a very, very close game with Liberty at home. Uh, I'm going to take Miami here. I think they keep on rolling. I think they, uh, until they hit the bulk of their schedule, I think 26 and a half, I think they could cover that. Pittsburgh plus seven at home against Tennessee. Doesn't this seem like a trap? I feel like this seems like a trap game. They came off the win in the backyard brawl against West Virginia. They're at home again. They're ranked 17th. Tennessee's unranked, and they're getting seven at home. Eeh. I, I I hate this game. I love this game, but I hate this game. Uh, I'm going to take Pitt plus the seven because, like, how can you not? I mean, I had in the, in the preseason projections, I did have Tennessee win in this game, and I could definitely still see them winning, but seven points at home in a, in a team that should be better, that was better last year, that has looked better so far, I, I'm going to take Pitt. A USC minus nine at Stanford. Uh, the Trojans, I think that's a little bit low of a line. Uh, you know, you're taking into account they're playing on the road at Stanford. Uh, it's usually a pretty good game between these two, but... Uh, the Stanford team is that they're not good. A uh, USC is going to pass the ball, run the ball all over them. 
Uh, I'm I'm taking the Trojans, and and this is one of my favorite games. Wake Forest minus eight at Vanderbilt. I think that's still a little bit of a uh, Sam Hartman line there with him not being there. I think Wake Forest is going to be just fine. Vanderbilt's not a good football team at all. Uh, they've, they blew out Hawaii, but honestly, Hawaii is probably a mid-tier FCS team at this point. They are nowhere in the realm of being competitive. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to go wake minus the eight on the road. Uh, I'm going to do that with a lot of confidence too. Central Michigan minus four and a half at home against, uh, South Alabama. It's a little bit tripped up on this line. I do think Central Michigan's a much better team and they are at home. Um, I guess the uh, week one kind of kind of put that into, but I don't know. Like Central Michigan came back and they did cover against OK State, so you know, I mean, they they weren't really competitive in that game, but it's Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Central Michigan minus the four and a half. It's honestly probably my favorite play of the day, or or one of them at least. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love this at home. Now, if this was at South Alabama, I would be a little bit more concerned, but. But you're traveling up there. It's it's real creepy up there. I don't even know what goes on in at Central Michigan. I don't even know. I mean, I was the state next to it. I I grew up in Ohio, and I don't even know where Central Michigan's at. Um, it's it's yeah. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take them at home for sure. Uh, the other directional Western Michigan minus six and a half at Ball State. A uh, little bit of action there. I'm gonna take Ball State getting the six and a half. I don't think Western Michigan, although they did put up a fight against Michigan State for a while there, uh, I don't think that they're really what they normally are. I'm going to take Ball State getting the six and a half at home. Uh, Expect that to be a close game. Marshall catching 20 and a half at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame put up a fight for three quarters against Ohio State last week. Uh, So they looked a little bit better than expected, I guess. Uh, which is saying something because they're ranked number five in the country. But uh, I'm going to take Marshall here, uh, catching the 20 and a half. I think that this could be a fairly competitive game. I don't think Marshall is going to win this game, but I think that they can keep it within 20. Uh, Texas A&M at home against App State. I actually kind of think the exact same thing about this game. I think that it could be a fairly competitive game. App State doesn't really have any chance to win the game. Uh, They did have... uh, crazy awesome game last week with North Carolina that they fell just a little bit short. I don't think this one's going to be as competitive, but I'm still going to take App State getting the 17. That's it's too many points for me with Texas A&M having all these freshmen out there and uh, App State having a lot of experience. Air Force minus 17 at home against Colorado. Uh, the Buffaloes uh, plus seventeen. It's it's kind of crazy. You see a Mountain West team giving seventeen to to a uh, Pac twelve team, and I honestly think this line's pretty fair. I was all, all over Air Force uh, preseason. I had Colorado going one and eleven, so uh, the definitely the uh, the line makes sense. Uh, I am gonna go with my third straight road dog, though. I am gonna take the Buffaloes here plus the seventeen. I just think that's too many points to to give up. I, I understand. I, I know that Air Force is a much better football team. Uh, they are definitely going to control this game. But, you know, you might see some kind of some garbage time. Colorado getting a touchdown or two. So uh, I'm going to take the buffs there. Maryland minus 27 at Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte has been absolute dog shit. 
Uh, their defense is one of the worst I've ever seen. And with that being said, Maryland has one of the best offenses in the country. So I'm taking that minus 27. I'll I'll uh, I'll give up 27 points on the road there with Maryland, and I uh, and I actually like that game a solid amount. Memphis minus six and a half at Navy is an intriguing matchup. Uh, Navy lost to one, I uh, almost said one double A FCS uh, Delaware last week. Uh, Delaware is a good football team. Uh, Navy coming back home and uh, and catching six and a half. You know, Memphis coming off that loss against Mississippi State. I think that. I think that, that was a game that they were pretty, pretty stoked on after what happened last year. Uh, now you got to face a triple option. I'm going to take Navy with the points plus six and a half. No, I don't think Navy's the better football team, but I do like the spot here for them. Washington State uh, plus 17 against Wisconsin. You know, again, I'm going to take the points on these uh, on these games that are kind of kind of a little bit better of a team at home, but it's a big spread. I, I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take Washington State plus 17. I I do not believe in Wisconsin's offense yet. I do not believe in Graham Mertz whatsoever. So I think Washington State can keep that game competitive, and I am going to uh, take them on the road. Akron plus 34.5 at Michigan State. I'm going to take the Spartans to cover that. I'm pretty disappointed in Akron. So far, uh, with their uh, St. Francis game there going to overtime, uh, even though we all know Akron's not a very good team, but I had a little more, a little bit more hope than that. So I'll go uh, the Spartans minus thirty-four and a half. Houston plus three at Texas Tech, uh, kind of a revenge game for last year. Houston did pick up the victory against UTSA, however, they did not cover the spread. Now they are uh, dogs here, road dogs. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Cougars. I'm going to stick with my preseason prediction and I'm going to have Houston win this game. And I think they're going to do it fairly convincingly. I don't think a whole lot of Texas tech this year, and I'm going to take Houston plus the three and the money line there. I think that that's a good, good win for Houston again. And they start off the season red hot Clayton tune. Uh, looks like he's got it going. Same with that defense. So, so yeah, I uh, I'm going Houston there. Middle Tennessee State plus seven and a half at Colorado State. Uh, Colorado State got blown out by Michigan, as to be expected. You know, I think this is a game where where Colorado State's going to put some stuff together. They got a lot of Nevada's team last year with Norvell. Uh, I did have Colorado going six and six this year, and I think that they're better than Middle Tennessee. I think they're at home. Seven and a half though is a tricky line. Like I like, do they put it all together right now, or are they kind of upset about the whole losing by eight hundred points to Michigan last week? Maybe. So I'm going to take Middle Tennessee plus the seven and a half. Uh, not a lot of confidence on that. Colorado State does have blowout potential in this game. If they put it all together, they could really run it up on them. But uh, but I'm going to take Middle Tennessee in a tricky 7.5 there. Now, if that goes down a half a point, forget about it. But, uh, but at 7.5, I like it. UNLV plus 13 at Cal. You know, I had Cal uh, kind of a lower tier Pac-12 team this year. I believe I had them around 5 and 7. Uh, UNLV, I did have, 
uh, I think I thought that they were going to be a surprise this year, you know, and, and GCG said the same thing. You know, we we really like this UNLV team. That being said, 13's too low. It's too low. Uh, UNLV's got to prove that they're that they're worth that. And and Cal, you know, at home, like I I think that's way too low. I'm taking Cal. I'm taking the Bears there minus 13 all day. That's one of my favorite plays. Virginia plus four and a half at Illinois. Virginia shit wrecked Illinois last year. Uh, Illinois has. Uh, kind of been back and forth so far this year they lost that game to indiana which you know honestly they they had no business losing that game there were a lot of shitty calls in that game uh they were i i I hated that game i hated like i loved watching the game but i hated how it went um i'm gonna go virginia plus the four and a half here I don't really know what's going to happen in this game, honestly. It's just based on the fact that they blew them out last year. Illinois kind of had a crushing loss after their blowout to Wy- over Wyoming week one. So uh, I'm going to go Virginia plus the points. I'm not going to touch that money line, though. Old Dominion plus 12.5 at ECU. You know, I kind of thought that this would be uh, an overreaction spot for Old Dominion being Virginia Tech. But I guess, like... Just like know that Virginia Tech's not a good team at all. Uh, that being said, though, I think Old Dominion actually is a pretty good team. I mean, they went bowling last year. You know, like everybody thought they were going to be garbage last year. They had a good season. They had a winning record. And, you know, East Carolina played that close game with NC State. But, you know, and everybody knows that East Carolina should be pretty good this year, too. But, but I mean that's a rivalry game. That's a tough place to play, uh, especially for for that type of uh, that type of atmosphere that they had week one. I don't think the atmosphere is going to be there as much for this game. Uh, I don't think East Carolina is twelve and a half points better than ODU, so I'm going to take Old Dominion here. UAB minus five and a half at Liberty. A very very tricky game there. Liberty at home. Uh, I think if this game is at UAB, it's one of those games. I think if it's at UAB, UAB wins by two touchdowns or more. Uh, But being at Liberty, this should be a much tighter game. Uh, Liberty still has some talent hanging around. They have Charlie Brewer. They have some other guys in there that that have been around for a couple years and have been playing really well with a very good program now under Hugh Freeze. So... uh, that's that's a tricky spot you know i i think that uab is on a slightly higher tier now so i am going to take them minus the five on the road but i don't like it very much uh eastern michigan plus 12 at louisiana lafayette lafayette you know it's interesting because that line is is pretty similar to where the line started against uh southeast louisiana last week uh that line obviously shot up but Eastern Michigan's uh, a pretty decent Mac school now. You know the Mac and the Sun Belt. Wherever that game is at, there's a chance that there's a blowout. There's a chance. There's a very good chance that Lafayette blows this team out. However, Eastern Michigan does play a lot of close games, and plus twelve, I'm not willing to make the bet that uh, they get blown out by a Lafayette team that lost everything, including their coach. So I'm going to take uh, Eastern Michigan plus the twelve there. Florida International plus 13 and a half at Texas State, which is hilarious that Texas State is giving somebody 13 and a half. I mean, Texas State is a god awful program. 
but FIU is on that same level with Hawaii. FIU is is no better than a mid-tier FCS school. Uh, and if you are you are listening from the area that we're from, the Youngstown area, I think uh, on any given year, Youngstown State would beat the holy hell out of Florida International. So uh, so I actually am going to take Texas State minus the 13 and a half at home. Uh, I think FIU is just, I mean, that, that program is in complete disarray right now. Uh, it's going to take quite a few years for them to build up, and and right now they're not going to be in the ballpark of of anybody. Kent State plus thirty two and a half at Oklahoma. Uh, I thought Kent would give Washington a little bit more of a fight last week. They did not. Uh, Oklahoma rolled it up on UTEP, I believe it was. I don't have it in front of me. I think that was UTEP. Uh, but uh, I I'm going for it again. I'm going Kent. Plus the 32 and a half. I think Oklahoma wins this game easily, but uh, 32 and a half. Kemp might be able to run the ball on him a little bit and uh, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, keep it within like four touchdowns or so. So I'm going to go ahead and take the points there. Uh, Toledo minus 28 and a half at home against UMass. Uh, I am going to take Toledo to cover this game. I think that uh, they're going to absolutely blow the doors off of UMass and, and win that game by a large margin. Uh, NIU, Northern Illinois, uh, catching six at Tulsa. A little bit surprised by this line after Tulsa lost to Wyoming uh, this past week. I'm surprised it's six. Uh, NIU, a good max school. It is a far travel, but I'm going to take them plus the six points on the road. Syracuse up to minus 22 and a half at UConn. Honestly, (laughs) this might be my favorite game of the day. I've said that about a couple games, but I absolutely love UConn in this game. Plus 22 and a half. You know, they're at home. It's a creepy place to play. I know UConn's been really down as a program. Morris had a couple games here. Uh, They did play fairly decent against Utah State in week zero. Syracuse coming off that win against Louisville. You know, I'm going to take the Huskies with with very good confidence here, plus 22 and a half. I think that's a very close game. And it's honestly, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they not only cover that 22 and a half, but they actually win that game. No, I don't think it's going to happen. No, I wouldn't, you know, gun to head. I would pick Syracuse to win the game, obviously. But, but. I think there's a very good possibility that UConn does get it done. So, so plus 22 and a half. I'm taking that all day. Oklahoma State minus 11 at home against Arizona State. Uh, this is a this is a tricky spot for Arizona State. Uh, it's going to be a tough tough atmosphere to go. They're kind of in limbo. What they got going on there with the coaching staff and with everything else. Uh, Oklahoma State's looked impressive so far, as to be projected or predicted, I should say, uh, 11 points though. You know, I, it's, it's really, really tempting to go Arizona state, but I am going to go the Cowboys here. I think that Oklahoma state is a good enough team to beat them by two touchdowns or so or more. Uh, and with Arizona state traveling on the road there, I do like Oklahoma state, Nebraska minus 21 at home against Georgia Southern. All right, here you go, Nebraska. Georgia Southern. You've got to blow somebody out. You've got to, first of all, win the game. Second of all, put up some damn points. So 
I'm going to take Nebraska minus 21. I think Scott Frost is going to do everything in his power to blow this team out and get the hell off the field and get to Oklahoma because he's got to win that game or he's done. He's done. San Jose State plus 22 and a half on the road against uh, Auburn. You know, I'm going to take – San Jose State played a close game last week against uh, Portland State, I believe. But that's that's such a tricky game. Um, I'm going to take San Jose State plus the 22.5 against Auburn. Uh, yeah, Auburn could potentially blow them out. But these are those weird games. Like the SEC and – the SEC is so good at home and they're so good as a conference. But when you get these creepy games like these like – like a – a mid to upper tier Mountain West team playing like a mid SEC team, like they could. I mean, San Jose State is honestly them. They themselves have done it before. Um, I think that I think that those games get tricky for whatever reason. So I'm gonna go the Spartans here uh, plus the twenty two and a half. I don't think they're gonna win the game, but I think that they're gonna keep it fairly close. Boston College plus three at Virginia Tech. Uh, both teams got upset week one. Boston College at home to Rutgers. Virginia Tech on the road to Old Dominion, uh, which tends to just happen all the time now, apparently. You know, this game, I'm I'm going to stick to my guns. Come on, Boston College. I had you guys going eight and four this year. I thought you were going to have a good year. You lost to freaking Rutgers. But I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to take the plus three, and I'm going to take the money line, and I'm going to go all in on Boston College in Blacksburg. You're better than Virginia Tech. You know damn well you're better than Virginia Tech. You got to go there and beat them. Michigan minus 51 at home against Hawaii. Uh, Like I was saying before, Hawaii is like a mid-tier FCS program at this time. Uh, Michigan minus 51. Uh, this game's gonna get ugly, and it's gonna get ugly fast. the The problem with, you know, you see that high of a line, and and there's just you don't have any reason to to take somebody that's giving 51 points conventionally. However, in this in this particular situation, I think Michigan's like third and fourth string guys are just going to be able to run and pass all over Hawaii. Like I think that I think that it's almost like one of those high school games where like no matter there's such a talent disparity that no matter how much you try not to score you're still scoring. Uh so I I'm, I'm going to take Michigan minus the 51. It's it's insane, but I I honestly just don't bet this game. This game's a stupid game to bet. Don't bet it. It's 51 points, but I'm going to take Michigan. New Mexico State plus 14 on the road against UTEP. Uh, two disappointing starts so far. Uh, disappointing start for both teams. Now you got a 14 point spread. Uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go New Mexico State. I think I'm a little bit more disappointed in UTEP after getting blasted by North Texas in Week Zero. Uh, New Mexico State, you knew they were gonna get blown out by by uh who was it minnesota and honestly like the uh, yeah i was stoked on that nevada game i thought they were gonna win and i still think if they would have played that freshman quarterback they would have won that game however nevada 
130 to nothing this past week I think it was so you know maybe they're not quite as bad as we thought so and and on the other side North Texas got blown out this past week so I'm gonna go New Mexico State plus the 14 I feel fairly good about it I'm not gonna not gonna say I feel great about it but you know enough to confidently say that I'll take the 14 on the road Baylor plus three and a half at BYU. Awesome, awesome, awesome game. Uh, two very good football teams. Two teams that that could, you know, if if there was a playoff that started today with all of your top twenty five or however you did it, like two teams that can make a ton of noise in that. Uh, I am gonna go Baylor at home minus the three and a half. However, uh, if that line jumps any more than a point or two i'd probably jump to the other side of it i do think byu is going to win that game uh but three and a half is a very very tough spread so uh so that's my pick but not with a lot of confidence uh and then the last game uh 11 o'clock p.m on the 10th you got mississippi state minus 10 and a half going to arizona uh you know, normally when when you see something like this, when you see a Pac-12 team at home late at night, uh, you know, a kind of middle to lower team from another conference, you tend to take the Pac-12 team. However, uh, like we said, I mean, yeah, the SEC is is kind of owning the Pac-12 as of late. Well, I mean, they're owning everybody as of late, but. Uh, you know, I don't think that, like, I think if this was a team similar to Mississippi State in the same conference, I would still take Arizona here. But, like, I don't think Mike Leach gives a shit about any of it. I don't think he gives a shit about going to Arizona. I don't think he gives a shit about playing at 11 o'clock at night. I don't think he gives a shit about any of it. I think that team's going to be fired up and ready to go. I think Mississippi State's going to blow their doors off. And honestly, I like that the fact that one of my favorite games is the 11 o'clock game. You kind of get uh, stoked on that for for your betting purposes if you need it for a parlay or need it to save your day or whatever else. So, uh, yeah, I think that I, I really like Mississippi State there. I think that's a cool, cool spot. Um, so that's about it. Uh, if, you know, you'll hear uh, – I don't know if mine's going to air first or GCG. I think I'll probably put them out at the same time. But, uh, yeah, let let us know what you think. We're going to try to catch back up next week. That shouldn't be any problem, honestly. Uh you know, it was just kind of a weird set of circumstances today. You know, we got different work schedules and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you could follow him at GCG Wins on Twitter. Uh, the page that I run is the Coastal Covers 24 page. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, hopefully you guys did well this past week. I did, uh, you know, like we said, we did fairly well with our picks uh, despite losing a lot of the close games. I mean, if those games went the other way, honestly, I, you know, it might be a really, really good record. But uh, as it sits, you know, a little under 60%, uh, which is awesome. So uh, hopefully you guys are doing just as well, if not better. And uh, hopefully we could give you another solid prediction week. And uh, so hit us up, you know, send us a message, send us a tweet, whatever it is. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Hey guys, I have a little bit of a post-edit here. Uh, To be honest, I don't have the right equipment to do this. I just kind of go off my phone and memory. Now when we do it together, it's a lot easier. We have a laptop, we have both of our phones, we can kind of look some things up and 
and also silence our phones, which uh, had a little misplaced sound effect in that first part that I apologize about, but uh, not that you guys care. So uh, yeah, there were a few games that I missed, uh, some games that I actually liked a lot too. Uh, I have three home teams, all three of them I have covering. The first one is Fresno State. Uh, minus a half a point against Oregon State. I actually love this game. Uh, Oregon State coming off a very solid win at home against Boise. Uh, now they play the other best team in the Mountain West Conference, Fresno State. I think that Fresno State catching them at home, I think Fresno is going to win this game by by a fair amount and Basically, when you're out at Pickham, I love Fresno here. I think that Fresno gets it done. I think that they uh, start rolling here to at least until they get to that USC game coming up, and we'll see what happens there. Uh, another really good game, Army catching two at home against UTSA. Both teams played very competitive games last week against very good teams. Uh, both of them came up short, so we had kind of our... Uh, Cream of the crop there in the uh, group of five with those two games last week. Now two of them play each other, Army and UTSA. Uh, I am going to go Army at home, uh, plus the two points in Moneyline. Uh, I think this is a very even matchup, though, uh, so it could kind of go either way. I'm not definitely not as stoked as I am about the Fresno game uh, as far as my bet here, but, I, but I'm going to go Army. And the last game is uh, Georgia State plus seven and a half at home against North Carolina. You know, we've we've been talking since the preseason. We've been talking on the podcast and stuff that we thought that that North Carolina was going to split that back to back against uh, two really good G five teams in App State and Georgia State. Uh, I had it the wrong way. However, uh, when I got to betting day, I actually did take North Carolina in in quite a few things, and I didn't take App State. But hey, it doesn't matter because. You guys would have to take my word for it. But, uh, you know, so so the first game did go GCG's way as far as the uh, preseason predictions are concerned. And I think this one does, too. I'm taking Georgia State plus a seven and a half at home. I think it's a letdown for North Carolina after that awesome game last week. And uh, I think Georgia State wins this game. But uh, I, I, I wouldn't get too, too confident on that. But definitely plus the seven and a half. I think it's a, another very close game. So, uh, so yeah, those last three, I like Fresno, Army, and Georgia State, all home teams. And uh, once again, yeah, GCG wins, or GCG underscore wins. Coastal Covers 24 on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next time.